Praise thee to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he said through his holy prophets of long ago. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of their tender mercy of our Lord, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. My name's Stephen, I'm the youth minister here at Bishop Paynton Church, and I thought we'd start with a little Christmassy game. And for this, I need musical mat. Musical mat. Can you play us the intro to some Christmas tunes? And we'll try and guess and work out what tunes you're playing. Thanks, musical Matt. Hmm. Anyone know this song? Yeah. Away in a manger, brilliant. What else you got for us, Matt? I'll take these off. Oh, yeah. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Brilliant. Any more? No? Oh. Oh. Skip that one. Nice. That was last Christmas in case you missed it. Oh, anyone know this one? It's about an animal. Yeah, at the back. Little donkey, brilliant. Oh, musical Matt, thank you very much. Give him a little clap. Under pressure, and he's performed so well. Um, But Christmas songs, they're part of Christmas, aren't they? They've been around for so long. And you've all probably got your favourite Christmas song. I do. And I want to tell you all about my favourite Christmas song. Guess what? We've heard it this afternoon already. No, it wasn't Little Donkey. That's not my favourite, no. My favourite Christmas song was, well, probably the second oldest Christmas song ever written. Written over 2,000 years ago. It was our Bible reading. It was written by the famous Christmas artist, Zechariah. Have you heard of him? Well, if you haven't, let me tell you all about him. Because Zechariah, he was told by God that he was going to have, him and his wife Elizabeth were going to have a baby. But there was one big issue. They were old. Like, really, really, really old. And so Zechariah's like, God, no way. No way am I going to have a baby with my wife Elizabeth. Well, we're too old. He didn't believe God. And do you know what happened? God made Zechariah silent for nine months. For nine months, Zechariah could not speak. Who would find that really hard to not speak for nine months? Yeah. And tell the person next to you, what would your first words be after nine months of not speaking? What would you say? What would you say? See, if that was me, I would spend nine months crafting the perfect joke. Like nine months of work going to one joke. Wow. It'll be good. But Zechariah does something much better. After nine months of not speaking, he sings. He sings. And his first words are, praise be to the Lord. He sings to God, the one who made him silent. Why is he singing? 
Well, Zechariah sings because of two really special babies. The first one is his son, John. Because Zechariah does have a baby with his wife, Elizabeth, called John. And Zechariah sings about John's job. See, John's job is to be one of these. A fire exit sign. Now, a fire exit signs they tell you where to go to be safe, don't they? You follow the sign to find safety. And that was John's job. The Bible says that he was to go before the Lord and give his people knowledge of salvation. It basically means he was to point to the Christmas rescuer, to the one who could save everybody. John's job was to be a signpost pointing to the Christmas rescuer. Now, when I say the word rescuer, who do you think of? Maybe, maybe you think of Paw Patrol. They're pretty good rescuers, right? Or maybe if you're a bit older, you might be thinking Thunderbirds. They're quite good. Or the Octonauts. Am I right? They're pretty good rescuers. Or Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the Avengers. Or the nation's second favorite fruit-based superhero, Mr. Chris Dingle himself. No, okay. <laughs> now, 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 great as those rescuers are, well, most of those rescuers are, they're not the Christmas rescuer that John's talking about or to point to. No, the Christmas rescuer, the one that John's pointing to, uh, the one that, well, actually, the second baby that Zechariah's singing about is Jesus. Jesus, the Christmas rescuer. But why do we need a Christmas rescuer? Well, the Bible says that all of us people in the world are living in darkness. And it describes the darkness in two different ways. There's darkness out in our world. And there's darkness inside in our hearts. And, and I think we know about both these kinds of darkness, don't we? I mean, 2020 has been quite a dark year. See, darkness in the Bible is speak for anything that's scary, bad, or sad. And we've seen some scary, bad, and sad things this year, haven't we, in the world? But we also know about darkness in our hearts, too, don't we? The little lies we say, the unkind things we do, the jealous thoughts we think, all the things we say, think, and do that we don't want anyone else to know about. And the thing about this darkness is, we can't get rid of it on our own. We're not strong enough. We're not big enough. We can't do it. It's a bit like we're like Tangerine Girl, trapped in darkness. We need a rescuer. And when you're in darkness, well, what do you need most of all? You need light, don't you? And look how Jesus, the Christmas rescuer, is described. By Zechariah, he says, the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death. Jesus, the Christmas rescuer, is like a sunrise. And isn't the sun amazing? So powerful, so bright. In fact, experts reckon that you would need 22 septillion light bulbs to copy the sun's power. Like, look at that number. That's a really big number. I can't count that high. That's how bright and powerful the sun is. And when the sun rises, the darkness shrinks away. The sun is so powerful, it beams through the darkness. That's like Christmas. Jesus, 
the Christmas rescuer comes like the sun rising to banish the darkness. Jesus coming at Christmas is the greatest news for you and me who are trapped in darkness. Because Jesus came to rescue us out of darkness and take us into light and life that lasts forever. In fact, the Christmas rescuer Jesus says to you and me, if you trust in me, I will shine so bright and get rid of all the darkness inside and give you a future where there is no darkness outside. A future that is perfect, free from all things that are scary, sad or bad. Because it's a future living with me, the Christmas rescuer Jesus. And that's God's invitation to, to you and me this Christmas. He says that, that we too can enjoy a future of light and life that lasts forever. But by trusting Jesus. Uh, he is the only way to get rid of the darkness in our hearts and the darkness in our world. And God invites you and me to know him this Christmas. Christmas. 